0: What's up, guys? It's Robert here. And it's Chance here, and this is the Cigar Gospel Podcast, episode, episode number seven. seven. Hell yeah! So first thing first, grab a coffee, grab a drink, grab a smoke, and join us in this great conversation.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this at night, then pour up some whiskey or some beer. Yeah, get drunk while you have some laughs and a good time here at the Cigar Gospel Podcast.
0: Absolutely. It's been a long week. We're on a Friday today, so.
1: Everybody just got off St. Patty's Day, so recovering. Not us, yes. we was out there working.
0: Yeah, we was hustling. <laughs> hustling and bustling. But we got some interesting topics today, so y'all definitely stay tuned and check it out. Oh, yeah. So why don't you tell the people, first of all, how your St. Patty's Day was? What do we do?
1: We just smoked cigars and took people to the hospital. Normal
0: day. Normal day, right?
1: Oh, and we did some bunch of extra work. Yeah, so... We did some practice, some mega megaco practice. Make sure we knew how to do our job.
0: <laughs> Making sure we know how to do our job.
1: Yeah, I think we did really, really well. So, yeah. but no, that... But we did release a new video on St. Patrick's Day yesterday, so if you listen to this and you have not watched that video, then go watch that video on the Cigar Gospel YouTube. We smoked the Alec Bradley Filthy Hooligan Black Market um, with Guinness and Proper 12. 12. Yeah, Proper yeah. 12. And that's a fun review, and I know we talked about it. We promoted it a little bit on our last podcast, but man, it's a really fun video, so if you haven't watched it yet, go tune in and check it out.
0: Definitely check it out. Even you know, with St. Patty's Day being passed, those beverages are definitely something that may be a good pairing for any cigar. Who knows? So
1: hell yeah! So today we are smoking the E.P. Corillo New Wave Connecticut, and man, wow! This cigar has been blowing my socks off. Honestly, for Connecticut, I always heard it was like a really strong Connecticut. Yeah, but man, it still has a Connecticut feel to it. Like I get it; it has a little bit more punch to it it's a small amount but it still has like the flavors you want from the connecticut you know the the cream uh that i really like you do get some leather and i think that leather you know might be from being a little bit stronger but definitely the cream and stuff is there and uh it's just really really smooth and you know ep carrillo does some great cigars so he used to make i don't know if you've ever smoked la gloria cubanas
0: no 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 i've seen them i haven't smoked them i've seen them though so he's the one who got them famous.
1: Really? Yeah. He used to be their blender and then he left uh-huh. and created this brand. So some that's why some because Lagoria Cabana used to have a lot, a lot of high recognition. Really? I don't see that many people smoke it as much. I wonder if it's because EP left. But the Maybe. one thing I like about them is they're six bucks, yeah. bucks. They're a very affordable cigar. But this cigar we're smoking by EP, the new wave, is a Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, which most connecticut rappers are from ecuador especially down there it's very rare you get some us i think only foundation might do some u.s connecticut okay maybe i I think nick spends a lot of time in connecticut in the u.s i could be wrong hopefully i'm not
0: yeah i love foundation man
1: oh yeah they're great huge fan and then the fillers are nicaraguan and dominican cuban seed long fillers so and it's uh really good i don't know what the binder is um but it's a Dominican cigar, so it's probably some type of binder from yeah. DR, maybe Nicaragua. I'm finna look it up and What's find the, out. What's the? Um, do you
0: remember what we paid for these? What the mm-hmm. MSRP on them was?
1: Seven bucks, eight bucks. Uh it was about eight. Eight bucks. Yeah, it was eight bucks. Was
0: eight dollars, not a bad cigar. No, I'm actually smoking a different size than chances. We're still getting about the same flavor notes.
1: Yeah, so the, it's a Nicaraguan binder too. I f- okay. I figured so, but yeah, it's an amazing cigar so far. What are you tasting? Just what I Man, the same on, things me?
0: Yeah, I'm getting on the retro hill I'm getting a lot of creaminess. It's actually building up a little more for me and um I'm also getting some some pepper as well. Those are the two main prominent notes I'm picking up on it. And the interesting fact is
1: I'm smoking a Toro and he's smoking a Robusto. Yeah. So he's probably gonna have more pepper than me because it's a shorter cigar. It's gonna, or, you know, and he might have a little bit more flavor. Some some toros are better than robustos though. Yeah. It just depends. Like that's the crazy part about cigars. Like the sizes change because the amount that you do to blend changes the tasting notes. Like coronas are considered like the most flavorful. Really. Um, by a lot of people because they're smaller. So you have mm. good smoke flow. And you can really taste the flavor like it's heightened. Yeah. And then Churchill's are usually a little bit less. And, you know, it's a longer smoke. But i uh, pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so the smaller, the stronger. Like, okay, Drew Estate makes a Connecticut, the Shade or whatever. Oh, yeah. Their little small one, which is a Petite Corona or whatever, is stronger than the Robusto. It packs more of a punch. So it's not, you know, that Connecticut is much spicier and much more stronger than their longer Connecticut.
0: When you talk about small cigars, I think about like the, um, the Liga Privada, the Papas Fritas. I ain't That's, smoked that one. I haven't either. I got it in the Humidor. But I love the T52 Flying yeah, Pig. I haven't smoked that one either. I'm sitting on those things, man. Sitting on, them, just aging them up a little bit.
1: This Connecticut wrapper is very nice though. It, it really is not is. Uh, weak by any means. Yeah, it really is. Um Like you can actually pretty much kinda toast it. Usually you don't toast Connecticut's but you yeah. can toast this one kinda. But man, this cigar is awesome. If you like Connecticut's, I ten out of ten recommend you to go spend that eight bucks and try this new wave Connecticut by EP Carrillo. It's definitely worth a try. Whether you end up enjoying it or not, you won't. It's well then you'd be disappointed in me yeah if you don't like it but this is a recommendation that i would highly give to someone who wants to smoke connecticut who enjoys them maybe in someone who's newer into cigars who's only smoked for a little bit this could be a good one too personally
0: yeah i think so too i agree with you on that
1: yeah i, I really like it um We've been sitting on this cigar for months now.
0: Yeah, I actually got mine in a sampler pack, and I think you picked yours up from the local shop. That's why we had two different sizes.
1: Yeah, I thought you had a Toro. Yeah,
0: no, I got it actually in a sampler pack, so I just kind of chilled and let it... I sit on all kinds of cigars all the time. And, uh, Shit. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: I wait. Only cigars I sit on... Are the ones that we have to save for the show. Yeah. Other than that, no, I'm things getting smoked. Yeah. So, but man, so tell us about your new experience. Robert finally got a humidor, ladies and gentlemen. He finally, finally got him a humidor. Yeah. Please tell them the humidor you got and your experience and how you feel like you're such a new man, like your balls have dropped.
0: Dude, honestly, whenever I saw the box... My balls did get a little tight, and then I got (laughs) excited, but uh, so I ended up going with the, uh, it's called the new one, and it's a thermoelectric um, humidor, so it's, if you will, imagine a little, almost like a little little beverage refrigerator, and I can give you the model number, it's NO-48B, and it's a 300 count humidor, or the need one, I'm sorry need one i'm sorry guys but uh it's a 300 count humidor and uh so i got it and when i got it ups just i don't know what the heck they were doing but
1: hey man he was so damn pissed he texted me like bro i think my humidor might be messed up
0: ups didn't damage my box up and shit it didn't help that i demolished the box neither once i unboxed it but so anyways it came in and uh before that, I was doing a lot of research and stuff on how to season and what ways you could season and this and that. So I unboxed it. My initial impressions of it were great, dude. It was very beautiful. Uh humidor. Um, it's got four seater shelves. It had an analog hydrometer. Um, and it plugs in, you know, so it maintains the temperature. So I unboxed it. I put it in my shop. And at that time, we live here in South Texas, we were getting a huge cold front. And I had ideas to keep it out here, but <laughs> with the cold front, my, my shop ain't insulated enough to be able to maintain the temperature and stuff. And so it dropped down to like, it was like 55. And I was like, no, that ain't gonna work. So here I am carrying this thing inside my, my house. Finally, I found a spot for it, put it up, and uh, I put the 84% Boveda packs in there. How many? Uh, so it's one pack per 25 cigars. Yep. So I did the math, and uh, I'll have to share something with you here in a minute. Uh, but I did the math, and it came out to be 12, uh, 12 packs. Yeah. Well, I put them in there, and most people, when they get a humidor like that, the typical... More old school way is wipe it down with distilled water. You wipe down the shelves with distilled water. And then you fill the little... They come with the container. You fill that with distilled water. And then you just kind of let it absorb as much humidity as you can for the cedar shelves. Yeah. You don't want to use like regular water because it'll mold your shelves and all that stuff.
1: Minerals and shit.
0: Yeah. And so I used the bovada packs. I didn't wipe anything Mm -hmm. down. Thankfully, it didn't come with like a factory odor or nothing. So I was okay with... Just putting the boba's in there and forgetting about it, and so my desired humidity, my desired humidity was sixty-nine percent. So everyone said, okay, go five above that.
1: Five percent.
0: Five percent above that, and so that's what I did. So I got up to seventy-four. That's not five percent. Is it not? No, that's uh, uh hold on.
1: So uh, you needed to go up to like 72 and a half, 73.
0: Okay, that's... No, well, I not, was above not five that.
1: five degrees. You, yeah, that's what... Right?
0: It was five percent. I had yeah. a hydrometer in there, so I was measuring it by five percent. I knew... So anyways, I got to that desired five over and uh, pulled those packs out, threw some 69s in there. All that I had at the time was like five or six put those in and then also threw all my cigars in and it was really for me it was surprising because i had so many 84s in there that the humidity came up in like it was like two and a half days three days almost yeah and everyone says two weeks two weeks two weeks
1: well i think that's for because you i never had an electric one before. and neither have i and i know you said doing your research you you know found out like electric is different
0: yeah it really is like, and
1: like old school humidors desktop humidors stuff like that like i do know it is two weeks
0: two weeks yeah and so i was like okay do i keep them for two weeks do i not so anyways i put the put the cigars and the 69 percent packs in and it got up to about it was like 66 percent and that's because i didn't have enough packs so finally ordered me some big 360 grand packs and I put three of those bad boys in there, and it came right up to about seventy. The three sixties, yeah. And so I got three of them because those are rated for 100 cigars a hundred cigars apiece. And so it's not about how many cigars you have; it's about the capacity of the humidor. So if you have a three hundred count humidor, you want to have the humidity adjusted for three hundred cigars. Not say, say I have eighty cigars, I'm not gonna just put one pack in so that's an important thing to know when you're getting into something like that make sure you do that research but so far it's been great man i got a little humidity or hydrometer in there been monitoring it pretty close and um, all the cigars i actually did a test before i pulled my cigars out of my acrylic containers so i was using the 69 percent boveda packs and I put a hydrometer in there, and I was sitting at right around 66%. Yeah. Which still smokable. Still
1: smokable, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Still smokable, but they say 65 is for most, uh, they say Cuban cigars.
1: I don't know. We can't smoke Cuban, yeah. so.
0: But on their webpage, on the web webpage, it says 65 for Cubans, and anything above is for, they recommend certain ones for airtight containers and things like that. And so I was like, okay, well, so I had a CLE. It was actually the, was it the Winwood Hills? Yeah. I had and I, I, so I touched it, and it was extremely firm. And I was like, okay, so we're gonna put these in a new humidor and we're gonna, I'm gonna test it, let it sit for a couple of days and see how it feels after. And it was probably three days after.
1: And it got some more humidity in it.
0: And dude, it was so soft. It wasn't like it, it didn't. It wasn't wet, but it was just. The foot was soft, and where the cap was, it was soft, able to kind of had a little give in it. So I cut it, and I smoked it, dude, and, dude, it was a great cigar.
1: I do enjoy that one.
0: It was a great cigar. CLE makes some great cigars, but it was nice to know that I did humidify the cigars right. You know, It didn't have no burn problems, burned evenly, smoked perfectly, good draw, good everything, really. And it made me really happy to know that because in my acrylic containers, I wasn't monitoring the humidity. I just had Boveda packs in there and just kind of set it and forget it, you know? So I, I can I learned from that experience there that it is very important to monitor your humidity. Yeah, It really is. And that analog hydrometer I had in there, it still reads 80. And yeah. so, man, if yeah. you ever get a humidor with the an analog hydrometer... Make sure you either calibrate it or you get you a nice uh, electric one where you can uh, closely monitor that. And before you put any type of hydrometer in there, you want to calibrate it. There's some that claim they're super accurate out of the box, but still, it's important to make sure you do calibrate it.
1: And how do you calibrate it?
0: So the way I do it, or I've um, done it, is they Boveda sells a calibration kit. And it has a pack in there. You put it in there. And I have two different hydrometers. And the first one I had. Had an adjustment for a plus or minus 5%. So okay. So once you let it sit in there for three days. Then you go in. And so your pack says. says it had a 69%. 8 grand pack in there. So if it's reading. Say it's reading 72. You adjust it down to 69%. Because, you know, by three days, you should have your humidity completely adjusted. I've also heard about the salt on the um, bottom cap. But I just... I was like, I don't know how the hell I mean, to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't
1: know about that. You know, I... Mine, uh on oh, my team it works good my yeah dog, it works just fine
0: yeah and it's not i'm not bashing them by no means no
1: i would i would recommend to everyone if you can get a digital it never hurts to double check yeah and digital is probably a better way to go what digital
0: did you get i ended up going with the it's called a govy uh, it's a thermometer slash hydrometer and the the one good thing about it is it, it's bluetooth and wi-fi so like if i'm out of i can if i'm traveling I can check it. I can make sure that it's still within range. Also, it helps because I can see the temperature. Like I've been running a little low on the temp side. The 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 humidor actually temperature you you got adjustment. And so I put it at you know 69, 69, right? Mm-hmm. I put it at 69 and the temp was sitting at it's like 67, 65. And we got to talking the other day, and you were like, no, nah, man, you got to increase that up a little bit. So I got home this morning, and I tapped the numbers and maxed it out, and we're going to see. Well, that's just evening. yeah,
1: and that's just because I was, you know, only reason why I told you that is because, you know, if you could have it 69-69, 70-70, 69, great. Yeah. Yours is a little off compared to your humidity. Yeah. So I was like, well, if you raise it up, it should even it out, your humidity yeah. to 69, then kind of even it out just like some humidors when they some glass humidors where they have the glass in the middle i think mine does i think my brother's does too like it leaks some
0: yeah
1: a small amount so that's why i have 72 packs in mine yeah and i have 70 percent in there right now sometimes 69 because i got it tight around the edges it's good i did you know but i think the glass has a you know
0: yeah, I could see what it, you're It leaks that. out a little bit. So yeah. that's the
1: one thing you gotta worry about though when you have any type of glass humidors or glass in the middle, like you're taking that chance to let it leak.
0: Yeah, you really are, but
1: Yeah, now Robert's got a thing filled up. He took me through a tour of it. Now he got all kinda goodies in there. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely have to show you guys one day. Uh maybe we'll do a video once I get it a little more stocked up. I feel like it's still a little bare. But uh it's been, a, it's been a great experience, and it was definitely a very fun experience for me because I've been smoking now, if I had to guess, five, six months maybe.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, six months.
0: Six months. So I finally made the decision. You know, I kept all my stuff in acrylic containers, and there's nothing wrong with that. But after I saw the way that CLE responded to proper humidity and proper care... I was like man I've been missing out on part of the maybe the flavors or maybe oh, properly yeah. humidified cigar not saying they weren't properly humidified but not optimal you know you see what I'm saying that so, Definitely helps yeah so everything that I pulled out so far man it has smoked great it's tasted great so yeah it's been a great experience and I've been really excited but I want to ask you something we'll switch off the topic a little bit before we get to what you're
1: going to ask me i just have to say this ep's draw is amazing like i'm just in heaven over here at this cigar smoking robert's been doing most of the talking so he's missing out on uh but you know right? i'm finished rotate so give him a chance to smoke this cigar because man when you take a drag off of this cigar and after i blow it out it just has more smoke just and out the end yeah it's just draws amazing flavor and this is such a great experience with cigar like this might be in my humidor way way more often yeah it's pretty... probably a permanent prominent I, I mean i've never honestly had a bad ep carrillo cigar yeah. i haven't you know the encore was
0: great the pledge was good the pledge uh, actually got me sick <laughs> you remember well, when i smoked yeah, it but that's because you smoked that i smoked after. it back to back yeah i learned the hard way but yeah, any one that I've ever smoked from them, I agree with you. It's been a great cigar, and great experience. Uh, what was the other one they
1: have? Historia. The, uh, La
0: Historia. I haven't had that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I think that's it. La Historia. Yeah. Man, EP is just a mastermind. He's one of the greatest blenders out there in the world right now. At the rate he's going, he since he's left um, La Gloria Cubana and started his own, He's been on a tear, and I just can't wait to keep seeing what he's doing. Like, when we talk about top blenders, you know, we always talk about... Well, he's always been a top blender due to being at other brands, but having his own brand, like, he might have soon one of the top, if he don't already, top cigar brands out there. Like, it's that good, honestly. Because, I mean, you got Steve Saka, who makes perfection pretty much every time. Don Pepin. um, Who else? I mean, Christian's really good, too, too. But I think EP's... This is a higher level than Christian. And it's also probably because Christian uses just Honduran tobacco. Yeah. Christian's a specialist at what he does there. Yeah. But man, now EP is good. So if you've never smoked an EP Cruella cigar, I highly recommend you go give one a try. Any of them. They're all good. They're really
0: good. This one is more on the
1: lighter side
0: lighter side so if you're not a very experienced cigar smoker this would be the one that we would recommend to you
1: well even if you are experienced some people just don't like strong cigars yeah. I get that I, now that my retro Helen is just every puff I actually enjoy more of mild to medium cigars because I like the flavoriness yeah. I like the creaminess some fruit notes stuff like that and this one has a lot of good flavor it's not too I only pick up a couple notes but man they're really good notes that I enjoy the cedar the leather um The cream is really good, it's got a subtle spice to it, and it's good. Yeah. But alright, you can shoot now.
0: Okay. So, uh, I wanted to ask you about the event you went to the other day at the shop. Patero? Yeah, what your thoughts are on it, and what you smoked, (sighs) and how your experience was there.
1: Man, let me try to Google the Patero cigar so I can tell you which one I smoked. Okay. They didn't have very many offered. Yeah. And, man, they were expensive cigars for a brand that I ain't never seen anybody smoke before. Yeah. You know, like...
0: And they look really plain. You know, I'm not saying that uh, that's not bad, but... Yeah, I mean, they didn't
1: look bad. Um,
0: Like, as far like, as wrapper detail, I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, There's a symbolism the behind the logo. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, band.
1: So, let's see. I had the... I didn't smoke that one. I think I had the Vintage. Um, now, the Siri P is not bad at all. That's their, actually, I think their cheapest one. Um, oh. That's that's the one that... Um, yeah, it was 10 bucks. Yeah. So, I had two cigars from there that were... You know, the Siri P, I would smoke again. I just wouldn't go in there and buy. I mean, it's 10 bucks, but... I just wouldn't go in there and buy it all the time but it's not a bad cigar like I would definitely smoke it again if given to me but no the brand to me in my opinion was way overpriced for the cigars you know like 18 bucks 30 bucks and I don't know a lot of people in there didn't leave the boxes it was weird most events we go to there have boxes on boxes right like people are buying three to four boxes at a time yeah. I don't know if I really even see anybody buy a box.
0: Yeah.
1: The Most events are four hours. This one was only two. The brand's been around for 01. The guy was a plastic surgeon in Germany or something or Switzerland, whatever. He wanted to get into the cigar business because he has family roots down in the Dominican Republic. So he started doing that in like 2001. He started the company. And like I said, I've been smoking cigars for a long time and I ain't never heard... Of this brand at all Yeah Uh, But it's not bad Some of them weren't bad I'm trying to remember The Siri P was okay I think it was the Brazil
0: How many did you smoke? You had one or two
1: No, I had a few I had like four or five I can't remember They had this little Yeah the Brazil So the Paturo Brazil Was 12 bucks For a a little short Gordo Yeah It's like a 460 A nub That one was really good and strong. Thought it should have been less than 12 bucks, But it was really good. And I know they have this aged tobacco. That's their whole thing about it. Just personally, it would never be a cigar brand that I would recommend to anyone. Yeah. I don't even know if I'll smoke it again. You know, just because like 18 bucks is just too much to just go give another try for a cigar. You don't even know yeah. if you like, you know. When um, there's so many cigars out there good. So, honestly i still had good fellowship with fellow cigar smokers and we had a good time but talking with all of them nobody there was just like sold on it i'm not trying to talk shit or smash the brand but it's it's kind of like why it's so pricey you know like it's almost like they're trying to be you know dab it off for this higher-end brand and i get it you got to swing strive you know and they were good looking cigars like the wrapper the quality the only thing i had a real problem with on all of them and it could have been the humidity i don't know like i said it wasn't in my humidor there were cigars you bought there and smoked there as a cut light all of them were really really packed tight so it was very hard to get draw out of any Mm -hmm. of the cigars i smoked at all so that was disappointing too
0: yeah for that price
1: yeah because the 18 dollars cigar was a good cigar if it had been like 13 yeah it would have been a great cigar you know what i'm saying like Sometimes price does matter. You're going to mm-hmm. charge Placencia prices. I expect Placencia. Quality. Yeah, and honestly, didn't get that. So, yeah. as of right now, I'm not a fan of Patero. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but it's definitely not the worst. I mean, it ain't Gurkha. <laughs> you know, I'd rather smoke Patero than Gurkha any day of the week. If, Frater- if you chose, you're like, hey, you either to smoke Patero for the rest of your life or you have to start smoking Gurkha, I'd probably smoke Patero for the rest of my life. You know, I will say that there's worse brands out there than patero let me just clarify that yeah but if you're sitting here thinking like man i see this brand patero i want to give it a try should i i wouldn't do it personally i wouldn't waste the money on that now the siri p is only 10 bucks go ahead and give that one a try that one is a pretty good cigar i think that one's fine you know honestly but yeah that was my experience with patero um
0: yeah i was uh I ended up passing on that event because I had some things to do, but
1: you ain't miss out on nothing.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me. So. so yeah, I figured we let the let the crowd know how we felt about it or how you felt about it.
1: Yeah, like I said, man, it. I don't like to do that, and I was just, I was really excited for the event because the owner of it was there, but yeah, I didn't get to meet him either. So, but he's on a u.s tour right now so they might be coming to your local cigar shop soon and trying so if you want to go check out the event go check out the event i don't know where else you're going next but yeah he's doing his u.s tour and then he'll probably go back to switzerland but they are dominican based now i want to ask you robert yeah first we'll go into what is your cigar choice of the week
0: trying to think let's see what we smoked okay i got it i do yeah it's gonna be the cle that i was discussing just a while ago oh really the cle winwood hills well i think it says winwood hills the brand Or yeah winwood hills i'm sorry Uh, but cle makes it or christian yeah yeah and so that one Dude, it was a great smoke. It was really quick though for me. I, I'm a fast sm-
1: smoker. It's a small robusto though. Yeah,
0: and, and it was just really quick. It lasted me about 45 minutes, maybe 55 at the tops. with me and my wife were just chilling out here, and I was smoking it, and uh, it was a very, very good cigar. Sitting out in the shop, just drinking a beer, having a cigar, and that was the one that I would. That's the one that I would choose for the week what about you
1: so that cigar too is uh around like eight bucks or so oh, yeah it's dude. a four and a half so it's just why i'm saying it's a short okay. it's a ross yeah um my cigar of the week man i got two
0: okay let me know what they are
1: this one i'm smoking now yeah hands down and the la aurora uh especially was great so the shop had just got it whenever yeah. I went to visit it's like 13 bucks right and it had this beautiful Cameroon wrapper it just looked like a very quality cigar yeah I'm not a big La Aurora fan usually I used to smoke these Solomons they had the 2004 yeah. vintage and the five vintage or something around there but they were like 19 bucks but they were always 50% off so I would smoke them because they were like 9 bucks You know, and I was like, it's pretty good cigar for nine bucks, but I never pay eighteen for it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So those are like the only Laroys I really tried. The rest of them I kind of tried. I didn't really care for. But I was like, you know what, man, this cigar looks damn good. Like you can just look at a cigar and know, like, man, that's they went to bat for that one. So I grabbed it. I smoked it in the backyard, and I was barbecuing some, grilling some steaks, and man, it was such a good experience. Really, very flavorful. So good. It was a Cameroon. I usually don't smoke that much Cameroons, but, man, it was great. I really enjoyed that cigar. So that one and the New Wave are for sure. You, uh, probably, uh, man, you would like it. I don't know which one would be, I don't know. This New Wave is really good. I would really want to smoke the La Aurora one more time, though, because it was that good of a cigar. Like, I recommend going and try that one, you know, but... Um, those are my cigar choices of the week. Can't go wrong with either one of the one of those for sure. No. Other than that, I don't think I... Well, I but yesterday, that cigar we smoked wasn't bad. Or I smoked the H. Upman, Jose Mendez. Yeah, that you one, had some
0: problems with it the first time, didn't you? The
1: first time I smoked the Toro, yeah, the thing just wouldn't lo- stay lit. I'm talking about I'd be... From the time I lit it up, I'd be puffing it. just going out. I had just bought it from it might have been a humidity problem or what but it wouldn't burn on the side at all it would just stay black like no ash Mm. no nothing I I just don't know what happened I try to fix it to the best of my ability it was like unfixable and then um,
0: did you just give up on it or what or did you smoke through
1: it I tried to smoke through it man cuz I didn't bring any other cigars anymore (laughs) and then I smoked a black label Connecticut
0: the Black Label Connecticut
1: from yeah. HLM? No, they're called Black... It's the brand, Black oh, Label. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's really, really good Connecticut. Yeah, I'll, I recommend going and giving that one a try, too. It's a newer brand I heard about. Yeah. I don't know how long they've been around, but damn, that was a good cigar.
0: Yeah, that one... That, I haven't smoked that one yet, neither.
1: I think it's new there no. at our shop.
0: The one I've really been getting into, the brand I have been really getting into, and you actually steered me that way, was... uh room 101 a lot of their stuff is really good
1: yeah i like room 101 so uh yeah you know what what was the speaking of room 101 you know, oh the big payback el papi chulo that is a damn good 40 minute smoke man 45 minute smoke about six bucks. It's a Sumatra wrapper. I've had all three pay- big paybacks. And that one might be my favorite, man. Really? Yeah, that El Papichulo is nice. And it's just a badass name. Yeah, it you is. You know, like, come on. I got that big pay- that big payback, El Papichulo. Yeah. You know, like, that's a badass cigar. So Room 101 is becoming one of my favorite brands really, really quick. Plus, it's very affordable. Yeah, it really is. So, but yeah, no. that was...
0: I'm really enjoying that, so... How's the cigar? I know you've been bragging on it, but tell me what you're feeling.
1: Uh, still really good. So, uh, I'm getting down to the end now. Yeah. It's, uh, taste has changed a little bit. I think it was, it's finishing okay. Yeah. It's kind of looking like it might not finish as well as I'd hoped. Cause it's not like I'm having the thing super hot you know I'm puffing the bare minimum but we'll see how it it finishes I got you know 10 more minutes probably on it so then we'll see I'm curious to know but and I'll let y'all know as well but so far I still get some of those creaminess and leather notes and stuff so it's really good now let me ask you so what we were talking about this the other day and I want to know If you could buy a box of cigars right now, what box would it be?
0: Are we talking about is there a budget or is there no money involved? Or is there both? We'll do
1: both. So give me a box with no budget involved.
0: A box with no budget involved? Man, that's a tough one. One. Cause there's still a lot of cigars I haven't smoked I know but have you smoked that you have smoked okay well you already know where I'm gonna you you already know where I'm gonna go I'm gonna go straight to a padron and if I had to pick I'm going to a padron 1964 anniversary series and it's gonna be in the the can't even smoke the torpedo yeah I have I have one the torpedo yes when. I don't think it was with you. That was the cigar of the year. Yeah. I smoked one. What? Yeah, dude. Sometimes I just be feeling a little fancy, and I'm like, What the fuck? Let me just go pick one up.
1: Damn, big boss over here. But
0: if I could pick a box, no budget involved, I would definitely buy a box of those. Okay. And they're really, I mean, they're what, like, 14 bucks, 13 bucks? How No, much are that's they? for the regular. They're like... Seventeen. Seventeen. So that's about the same price as the Sobramesa Brulee Blue, huh? Mm -mm. No,
1: that's fourteen.
0: Okay. So a couple bucks less, but.
1: All right. So now let's say you have a budget for twelve and under.
0: Twelve dollars and under a cigar? Yeah. (sighs) Man, I still would say probably. I'm going to pick two, okay? All right. That's fine. I'm going with the La Aroma de Cuba. Which one? Uh, just the regular classic. The
1: Miamor?
0: Yeah. That's the regular classic for me. That one never disappoints me. I, I can't say it never disappoints, but the times that I V-cut it a couple of times and it's been really cold, when I smoke it, it just won't draw. But for me, the one that I really like is just the regular La Aroma de Cuba Miamor. That's the one that I would pick to buy a box of. And they're also, I would probably buy um, the Arturo Fuente. Looks work more. of art. Okay. Now, now you answer those. All right. All you right. got a lot more cigar smoking experience, so let's see what you answer. Whew. This is a
1: tough one. I'm gonna give an honorable mention too. So, no money involved. No budget involved, man.
0: I'm going to Dab it off Dominica.
1: Yeah, David off Dominica. I know you. Padron twenty six. Okay. Actually, the nineteen sixty four forty five year.
0: Is that the one I got you?
1: Yep. Okay. That would be a box I'd buy if I had.
0: But that only has how many cigars in it? Is it five or ten? Probably 10. Yeah. Still a box. Of
1: $28 a cigar. Yeah, that's true. So. Now. For my box. I know we had said one, but. This no, is go fun. ahead. So, some boxes I would buy. Right? 12 and a- Oh, my other one. For no budget. Sombra Mesa Brulee Blue. 100%. 100%. Easily. I might get that over That one might win it all out of the three. That's how good of a cigar that is. It's up there. So. Under 12 bucks. Well, I'm going with the work of art, obviously.
0: There you go. Damn. Let me see. Uh, How much is the Room 101 Big Payback? That,
1: that's six bucks a cigar. Yeah. So I would, that's that's one. I, I would get that one because, I mean, it's so affordable and it's a good cigar. Um, The Don Pepin Blue. Mm hmm. For sure. That's a really good one. The E.P. Carrillo Pledge. I would get a box of that. Um, Man. Under 12 bucks. Let me see. Oh, the Monte Cristo 1935 Anniversary
0: Series. That that was a great one. And that one actually won. um, That one hit the list this year, didn't it? We got number two, I think. Scar Aficionado. Number one on
1: like Half Wheel or someone. So those would be that and then oh man, what else? What else is always in my humidor? Mm. I could do the judge but my father too, but that one'd be that's a maybe. Uh I love my Monte Cristos. I don't know, man, that new H Upman by AJ was really good, but I'd have to smoke it again before I could say I buy a box. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of a Connecticut. Well, I already had this on the domestic Relay Blue, but uh Uh I could also do this Placencia eighteen forty four Reserva.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh that one is so that's a Lancero? The long one? It might be a Lancero, but yeah, it's a forty six yeah. gauge. or forty eight. Yeah, that one I really, really enjoy too.
0: Yeah, that was the one you were really... I thought you were going to buy a box. About. I know,
1: I was smoking a lot. Yeah. A lot. So, those are my box worthy. I mean, I... If I... Now, a cheaper budget, like under 8 bucks. you know, the big payback, CLE, um, Connecticut and Corojo, I would do... Um, oh, another box I'd buy for $112 a cigar be the Rocky Patel Decadence, for sure.
0: I forgot to mention one, too, the... Uh, The Charter Oak, Connecticut. Oh yeah, you love that. I dude, that is a good cigar, man. I love that. I I love Charter Oak to begin with.
1: Now, if I could buy a box of limited edition cigars, if I had, if they still had them, it'd be the Oliva V, or the Oliva Serie V 135. I would buy a box of those if I could. Limited edition. For one, the ten bucks a cigar or ten fifty, whatever, you know, and like, man.
0: And that's how I feel, man. I'm more, I'm more likely to buy a box of limited edition where I know. Okay, once those are out, that's it, you know, whereas something like a, I know like a daily smoke, like I like is the Aroma de Cuba. I may, I may not uh, buy those because I know I can get them at whenever time I want, you know? So for me, that's just how I feel about it.
1: Now, um... So now we're going to switch topics into a little bit talking about what countries make the best cigars or, you know, and we can even break it down to fillers and wrappers and stuff like that. But we'll just start off with what country your favorite cigars are from okay. and why. Okay. So I'll let Robert start first and I'll go after.
0: Well... Initially, when I first started, man, I didn't know a whole lot about fillers, binders, wrappers, all that stuff. So I didn't, I didn't know where my cigars were really coming from. I just knew they were premium, right? Yeah. But if I had to say, just the quick answer would be a Nicaraguan puro. That would be Ooh. by far my best, or or by far my favorite cigar. And the reasoning for that is, <clears throat> obviously, we can't get Cuban cigars, right? So, I don't know what the Cuban cigars is, but from my understanding, Cuban cigars weren't made to be super strong. No. Now, there probably is some Cuban cigars that are strong, but for me, I like a stronger cigar. I really do, especially after I got into uh, smoking and I got a little more seasoned into it. I love the strength of the Nicaraguan cigars.
1: Yeah, I I do too. Um, I I think Nicaragua produces the best cigars in the world. I mean, I haven't really smoked but like one or two Cubans (coughs) in my time, but I wasn't thoroughly impressed with what I had smoked. Maybe they were just not the best, but um, I've never smoked like Cohiba Cubans and stuff like that, but... I think Nicaragua is the best now if I had to design a cigar I would probably do and it just depends I think I really like flavorful cigars now so it would probably be some Nicaraguan fillers for sure yeah. probably binder but I would either do a Brazilian Maduro because it's still strong but brazilian maduros have a sweetness to it
0: okay okay
1: uh or i would get uh, the rapper from ecuador because i think ecuador makes the best rappers they, they they do like their connecticut's are really good that's a, i mean it's a rapper country yeah pretty much like that's all they really make you know mm. um that so most of the time you can have some uh ecuadorian fillers and stuff but You know, Sumatra rappers, Connecticut rappers, you know, some Habanos. They're all from Ecuador. Nicaragua does a lot of Habanos too, though.
0: Yeah. I haven't smoked a whole lot of uh, Mexican San Andreas rappers.
1: It's okay. Yeah. The Rocky Patel uh, 60th anniversary, I believe, is a Mexican San Andreas. Okay. Okay. Uh, It's a good. I think it's underneath the Brazilian Maduro, though. Okay. So, the Brazilian Maduro offers a lot. It's a different flavor profile. Yeah. If I had to pick one country to make the whole cigar, it would be Nicaragua. Yeah. yeah. You know, but Dominican, the DR does really good. It just depends. Like, if you get Fuente, you know, that's Opus what... Sex, Opus X, Opus X is a Dominican Puro. Yeah. You know, and there's some other Dominican Puros coming out now. Um, I'm sure La Florida Dominica probably has some Puros from there, too. Yeah. And that's a good cigar brand, too. I really enjoy some of LFD cigars. Um but yeah, and then Honduras is actually the one I was shocked by. I mean you have Alec Bradley there and you have CLE there, and they both produce pretty good quality cigars. My only issue, now we're talking about this with Alec Bradley, right? So Alec Bradley will make a good cigar and then like four cigars like they why'd you make them? You know, like they're just constantly dropping stuff, I feel like to sell stuff almost at that point. They have way too many cigars out and they're just not up to par with like their so they'll make a cigar every year that'll be or close to every year that will probably make the top twenty-five, right? Or close to it. Sometimes cigar of the year. And then the next cigar. And Rocky Patel used to have a problem with this too. Just the inconsistency of the cigar. Now Rocky's kinda now. It might be because they got Hamlet there working for them. That's might have switch. But now everything Rocky Drops has been really, really good. Yeah. The Disciple, the 60th. Uh, I haven't tried their Connecticut. But the Connecticut, the new one or the white is supposed to be phenomenal. So it's like Rocky's kind of changed that image about them. But when I first started smoking, there wasn't a lot of good Rockies until you had like the Decadence. And then uh, the Edge, which is like their cheapest cigar. Uh, but it's really good so but i feel like that's like alec bradley yeah If you have a couple of really good cigars and you have a lot of okay you know um uh, that's just my opinion because they have a cigar for everything they just they just blend this i don't know that's my opinion i've smoked a lot of alec bradley's i bought sampler packs and only like one of them i enjoyed out yeah. of or two maybe
0: yeah and we got, what is that one? Is That's Alec and Bradley, right? The yeah, that
1: one's supposed to be a, a good quality cigar. Yeah. That, that was high on the list for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm excited to try that one with some Japanese whiskey.
0: Yeah, we definitely got to pair that with some cool Japanese whiskey. I've never had Japanese whiskey, I Any don't either. think.
1: So, maybe. I like Japanese beer sometimes, though. So maybe some
0: sake, too. Who knows? I've had that before. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's we had a couple of cool little reviews coming out, too. Yeah, so
1: Out of Honduras, those are my two brands Yeah, that are good. Honestly, ah, it's a tough one, man. CLE, it's probably because uh, Alec Bradley's been consistent longer. You know, Christian had to leave Camacho and then start CLE, but CLE's on the path of great things, I feel like. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before he starts making the top 25 new cigars. I don't know if he did with the 25th year. Maybe he'll qualify for this upcoming one because it came out later. But that was a damn good cigar. It really was. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if that was like number 25. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't put it higher than number 25 if it makes that. But it's definitely around that range of making 25. But that's how people felt about the Monte Cristo anniversary or the 1935. I thought it was really good. I don't know about number two, but I thought it, it was a reasonable top ten. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, AJ, that's just a, been a great partnership with uh, Monte Cristo. Yeah. H. Upman. The whole, uh, God damn, I can't ever pronounce it, Altidus.
0: Oh, well, yeah, we have we always have a hard time. Yeah, that, that
1: company that makes H. Upman and Monte Cristo, them doing a the deal with AJ Fernandez has been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about, because you've smoked it, and I smoked it recently, not that much before, the agent room, for Rafael Nadal.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually smoked that one yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's what I had, and you had told me before I smoked it that you wanted to know my opinion on it. And so I was actually smoking it on shift, and it didn't help that I kept getting interrupted, but, I mean, duty calls, right? So it is the name of the game. But anyways, when I finally got to and sit down and really enjoy the cigar, man, I really it was I mean the cigar looks so beautiful. So you have such high expectations. And you go into smoking it, man, and it's just for me it just didn't hit really none of it smoked great. It did burn just fine. But for me it was just kind of flavorless. Yeah. I described it to chance almost as like a burnt tire. <laughs> and and it was it was really weird for me. Like I I just finished my, my EP and I didn't have any any problems with the flavor or anything and this one just that one that we had it just wasn't flavorful for me. At least not pleasing to my palate. I did retro hell once or twice and it really wasn't nothing I'm like Knock your socks off or nothing.
1: Yeah, when I smoked it all, it was like airy is the way I describe it. Like yeah. you had smoke coming through your nose and mouth, but it was like impossible almost to find tasting notes. Really, yeah. like it wasn't a bad cigar. Like it didn't taste bad, but it didn't really taste good either. I I just don't know. Like it's a weird cigar. Um, I don't know. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a disappointing smoke, but I didn't get like all the flavors and stuff to have this. Credible experience but the draw was good and it didn't taste nasty so you yeah. know it was okay i'd give that you know
0: yeah you and know. i'm not trying to bash the cigar by no means but for me a personal thing it just well going
1: from the cigar of the year from agent room the nicaragua cartero or however you say it yeah the Quatero. Uh, yeah it was a major letdown like you know rafael nadal was on a high right because he has the agent room and he had just, you know, one cigar a year and this is like his next cigar out. So, and it looks beautiful. You're like, damn, this cigar looks j- j- just as good, if not better, than the Cartero. And you're all excited. And I think it was just a letdown. And, and maybe it was just too much hype on the name right now because he threw his name on there. He wanted you to see that it is Rafael Nadal now. Yeah. You know, because I think he works for. The same company Upman and all of them. So a lot of times it's uh, AJ. Yeah. uh, Maybe, you know, trying to establish himself. I don't know what it might be, but he's not AJ Fernandez. But he did win Cigar of the Year. Yeah. He sure as hell did. So he can talk his shit, you know, all he wants. He got bragging rights. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, I don't know. I think there was just a lot of hype behind the agent room name now. And that happens, I feel like, a lot of times, like, you know, I know it's happened to, you know, my father or everybody but, like, Padron, you know. Yeah. Um, EP hasn't happened to yet. He's been putting out quality since the pledge, boosting it up. But I know it's got to be tough, though, as a Scar Blender, to know that you were the best last year. Now you got everyone trying to blend better than you, so you got to really bring it, you know, and it's tough. I'm surprised Steve Saka isn't. Tom Domessa hasn't won I'm wouldn't...
0: really surprised too, man. Because when I think about a great everyday, uh, not really everyday price, but a great cigar that I would love to smoke every day, that would be the one. You know what, though? I wonder if it's because it's a Connecticut. It could be. I'm not I'm sure. I'm about to look up the cigar of the years. Another cigar I, or another brand in particular I wanted to talk about was the Southern Draw. That one is a really interesting brand for me. I, Chance went down to a shop over in Houston and he picked up a Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. And then I picked it up at a shop in Pearland and I smoked it. And that that cigar was great, man. Beautiful, beautiful wrapper. And just the whole cigar was beautiful. And uh, so that's when I learned that AJ Fernandez actually blend and made those cigars. So, all of the Southern Draw cigars are made by AJ. And I'm excited because I ordered some online. I won a bid. And I got a um, five pack of cigars, a Southern Draw. And so we're excited to try that one out too.
1: Yeah, because so I got the list up now. So, 2020 or 2021 was the Padron 64. Yeah. 2020 was the. Uh, pledged by Carrillo mm-hmm. 19 was the Asian Room Now to Connecticut 2018 was E.P. Carrillo again With the Encore Okay And So wow. maybe that's why And he cracked the top 5 With the Historia Oof. Damn boy E.P. has been on it Fuente had the Don Carlos Eye of the Shark mm-hmm. Then 16 was the Andalusian Bull 15 was my father Dude I...
0: I love the Andalasian bull, man. That was that's a really long cigar. It's like you can smoke that thing for almost two hours if not longer. But man, that was a great cigar. I love that cigar. And those are really hard to come by.
1: I see zero Connecticut's that have won yeah. since two thousand four. I wonder so why. Maybe they're not as flavorful. Maybe they don't have the complexity that like stronger cigars do, the flavor profiles.
0: Well, they should still have their own awards, you know. Well,
1: I mean, they can still. I see. I know Connecticut's make the list still, yeah. but I get you know not being number one. But I just think some of Really Blue is that good. Where if it did, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I don't ever see really a bunch of Steve Sarka make it there. Yeah, you know, I I don't know if he's. Made it on the list. I'd have to go back and look at all the lists, but he definitely deserves to be.
0: Yeah, he really does, man. He does a great job with his cigars,
1: man. Well, probably when he was with Liga, he probably was on the list. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the number nine has been fucking on the mm-hmm. list a couple of times.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, well, this cigar ended up finishing pretty good, people. It is not a... Uh, it's still got a smooth finish. It's not too bitter. Um, not too hot. Not too hot. Great experience. Highly recommend smoking the New Wave, Connecticut. You won't go wrong with it. You well, got
0: anything else you want to add? No, I think that's about it. With that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. We do want to thank you all for joining in on this podcast and enjoying this conversation with us. Hopefully, you guys were smoking and having a nice drink with us.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm Chance.
0: And I'm Robert. And we, we are, are the Cigar, Cigar Gospel. Gospel.